Entrepreneur Productions. Find your voice. Welcome to Half Class Podcast. I'm your host and Fungin Master, A.A. Cray, and I'm here with Dietrich Heiss. Princess Lowe. Thomas Williams. Ling Ling! Chris Ogden. Sir Sunaj the Brave, Knight of the New Order, Hero of Grigon, Goddess of Women's Dreams, the Meat Cannon, the Magic Shitter, the Metagamer, the Undistracted, Father O Banana Bread, the Kind of Necessary Lion, the Fallen, the Master of Third Degree Birds, the Shaft Hustle Champion, the Survivor of Many Things, the Scry Guy, the Polar Parent, the Slayer of Bandor, Owner of a Raccoon Sometimes, and the Immovable Bod. And Ian Kirsten. Tarmac Fatfill. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like everybody should see the thing Ian does with his finger every time he does his thing. I also feel like uh, if anybody held their breath during uh, during Sunaj's speech, uh, unless they were a Navy SEAL, they would probably die. A good test for all you Navy SEAL hopefuls out there. Please yes. uh, stay at home until you pass out holding your breath. Do the hashtag Sunaj challenge. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes. I'm trying it now. Speaking of Sunaj, Chris, go ahead and give us a uh, recap of yeah, our last uh, episode. So the last The episode, last one that we did. You don't say. That's the last one you're referring <laughs> yeah, yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to do three ago. Oh, okay. Thanks. All right. I just wanted uh, to make sure. <laughs> uh, last episode started with... Uh, uh, the one with Liga. They all have Liga. Please go on. <laughs> I'd like to hear more. <laughs> The last one started with Liga. Tell me more. Uh, he, <laughs> he, uh, he had just murdered two people. Uh, I uh, restrained him and take, took, his, took his wands. And then we had a whole thing about uh, the liberated having fucking problems with him. And I agreed that he should be uh, probably exiled. It's probably in the best interest of everyone. That was vehemently opposed by Tarmac. Uh, and Ling Ling, I don't think, was too on board with that plan either. But we did calm everyone down. Uh, and get them to keep moving forward with us, uh, with Liga tied up. Um, eventually, we made it to a tower, uh, which had a cursed door. Tarmac, uh, pissed off, walked up and opened it, and it didn't do too much, because thankfully it was fire-based. Uh, but he survived. Could you imagine if it was like acid? And then, <laughs> got <Oops>. him. <laughs> Take 35 points. We went inside. There was a chain uh, holding some type of uh, thing on the ceiling up. Um, Sunaj couldn't pull it, so uh, Ling Ling climbed up to try and pull it down. As he did this, he fell all the way down to the base of the tower and took a shit ton of damage, and something was falling down towards him. Sunaj tackled out low, saving her, and then put the immovable rod inside uh, to stop it. I forgot you tackled me out. And saved Ling Ling. Thank you. Then I made everyone think that it was me, just strong enough to lift it, uh, and Tarmac helped. Uh, Ling Ling escaped. We were able to climb back up open a drawbridge and make our way to the top of the tower. Did yeah. I forget anything? Yeah, it's pretty we, much uh, it, I think. We tabletopped low. We tabletopped low. You did not succeed in tabletopping me. No, like, we did. I fell over too. Yeah, I took him down with me. Let let the record reflect that I was not tabletopped. Just really quick, I want you to know that if I had succeeded on the very first tabletop, I probably wouldn't have gone for you again. But now since I can never just get a clean one <laughs> mm-hmm. on you, I have to get one. <laughs> 
the last time it's going to be off like a, a fucking mountain and yeah. Lo is going to die because of this. <laughs> You're not going to succeed. You're going to fall off that mountain and then and then Lo will, will have the last laugh. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I mean, it could it could be coming even sooner than that. So as you all sort of cleared the tower bridge and entered that like short little tunnel. Uh, that Are was we just going to ignore that transition you just made? It was leading to a large cavern opening with a recognizable tunnel to Low. Uh, that's only a short distance away. Low in Tarmac, you see below there is a very long ladder to an open area. Chris over here just fucking eating behind the mic. <laughs> just chewing over here. Just going Donkey Kong on a banana. It's a banana. You're not going to hear it. Don't call me out. <laughs> the audience doesn't need to know. Everybody my at Chris for his weird we mouth noises. That's Aaron's triggered. Secret. Hashtag don't even eat a banana during the podcast. We can show. hear you. And I can't mute you. <laughs> You're just gonna hear. <laughs> While I'm giving my ex- explanation. He's like, "Are you finished mansplaining?" <laughs> Is Dietrich still there? (laughs) Dietrich. Tomek? Tomek? Can you see anything down that? Yeah, kind of. It looks like there's a ladder going down. That's what I see as well. Um, I'll start a descent. Here, take this rope. Sunaj. Yes. You uh, still have Liga over your shoulders, right? Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you were wearing him like a cape, right? Yeah, like a backpack or a cape. His <laughs> arms are around my neck. Okay. Uh, with his, his hands are still bound by the rope and... Yeah. Okay. I will say Snowball's kind of just been on your head this entire time. That sounds good. Uh, I give him part of my banana. You kind of look like uh, <laughs> you have that Davy Crockett type <laughs> hat going on because he's a little raccoon. You hear one of the Liberated coming up to you. Excuse me, um... Sir Sunash, yes, the brave. Yeah. Uh, do you have any water? My, my my wife, she's she's having a lot of trouble right now. Uh, I think so. Do I have water? I'd, I'll say it, it's been quite a bit of traveling. I'd say when you guys kind of cross the water little area to get to the other side, you guys probably filled up your wet skins. Okay. Yeah, I'll give. I'll just hand him my water flask. Okay. So you sort of turn to him, and then you hear. I'm sorry. You feel his weight on your shoulders immediately lift off. And looking down, Tarmac, you and Lo see him diving downward into the darkness. Uh, I follow him. Well, he just jumped, right? He, yeah, he jumped off. So I'm jumping off. You're letting go of the ladder? Yeah. I will say uh, you know that this is a very... Actually, go ahead and roll a perception check, Lo and Tarmac. Ten. Fifteen. Low, uh, looking down, you can tell that this is at least 130 feet down. You also notice that there's ice right at the bottom of the ladder. It looks like it was frozen to the bottom of the ladder, kind of holding it in place up against this, this rock. And further ahead of the ladder, you can see like a wide open circular area with stalactites and stalagmites all over. On the far end of the wall, you see a portion of the wall that has a little crevice of passage where you can see very, very dim light kind of just peeking through. As you're watching Liga descent into 
um, the ground, you see he disappears. Before he hits the ground? Right before he hits the ground. Okay, I'm doing a fireman slide down the ladder uh, where I kind of like have both my arms and hands on either side, just kind of like slowing myself down. Give me an athletics check. I was going to say, I'm doing the same. I was, that's exactly, I was going to ask if the ladder was rope and wood or what it was, because if I... It's all wood. That. Yep. Okay. Can I roll to do that too? Yeah. Athletics check for you. I got a seven. One. <laughs> I cast, I cast a uh, gust of wind um, before I hit the bottom. <laughs> Hold up, you're starting to slide down. Darmac, you missed this step on the ladder, and you're falling. Like oh, straight. like I missed the initial step. You missed the initial okay. step, and you were, like you basically turned around, went to go take your first step. You missed it, and just kept sliding. Um, I am going to need a dexterity saving throw from Princess Lowe. Nat 20. Get at it. <laughs> Woo. What would you like to do? Would be more excited if someone other than Princess Lil rolled in at 20. Somebody has a little case of the jelly monsters. Anyways, I cast <laughs> Gust of Wind, um, propelling it from myself towards the bottom of the cavern, and uh, just try to like slow my descent. And I look up uh, to try to catch and wrangle Tarmac before he hits the ground. I will say, uh, Tarmac, make an acrobatics check. This is to decide whether or not you catch Princess Lo's hand. 12. You're descending extremely fast. You see uh, the gust below starts pushing up, and you see Lo kind of lifts just a little bit enough to catch your hand and pulls you right into the ladder. Okay. You're able to catch yourself. I will say you're now below Princess Lo, getting gust pushed at you. Yeah. Until you guys both touch the ground. Okay, I stop my spell. Are you all right, Tomic? Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, I, I would have caught myself, but I appreciate the help. I ignore the bravado and start walking <laughs> around the bottom of the cavern. I'm sweating profusely. <laughs> where, where did he go? I didn't, I didn't see. I was, I was falling. Liga, this isn't funny. Liga. Uh, you just hear your voice echo. So uh, this this ladder down is the direction we were all supposed to go, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to start following. Okay. Yeah, Ling Ling is also starting to climb down the ladder. Yeah, I, I assume am. between you guys, you guys have some torches left that you guys can kind of light up. Mm -hmm. um, any little extra resources you light up and you guys kind of hold while you're going down slowly. Yeah. yeah, I'll just put the torch in my mouth again to climb down the ladder. Princess Lo, as you sort of reach the ground and start looking around, get off the little patch of ice, you see that this area connects with the tunnel that you had come through originally. The reason why you know this is there's a marking of an X made with reddish chalk just near the opening that you recall seeing marked by the half-orc mercenary when she scouted the area days ago you recognize the reddish chalk specifically being her little trail maker. That's where the little crevice is, the little passage that has a little bit of light shining through that little dim light. So the far wall. Okay, well, Tomic, I can tell you for certain that this is where we're supposed to be going, 
So at least we have a direction, but I have no idea where our captive has gone. I, I don't, I don't know either. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, Princess Lo is really disappointed. She yells up at uh, the the rest of the party. Why don't you use the ladder to come down? Uh, it should be safe, but I'm not seeing our captive, nor am I seeing anything else. Although we do have a path. I don't want to go down there now. If he's down there, uh, the the liberated are all kind of like afraid and visibly kind of shaking up at the top of the little opening. I can promise you you're safe. I think there was some kind of transportation spell cast at the end of the fall. All right. Um, they start to make their way down, slowly. Can, can I wander around? Just kind of yeah. look in and, like, Liga. Liga. Yeah. Just in case, because I don't know if he's hiding or... Do you want... Uh, go ahead and... Uh, do you want to look around? Yeah. Specific? Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Four. Uh, you don't happen to hear anything coming back as you're kind of like walking around and whispering. Yeah. I also want to make an investigation check, or specifically investigation to look for footprints. Okay. 18. You see uh, a few little spots on the ground, but it's very, very hard to follow them currently because all you really have is your torch. So you're trying to follow them, and you see them go right through the, like, crevice little area across from you guys. So into the into the tunnel. Into the light, yeah, into the tunnel. I see his footprints. Where are they? On the ground. Where else would they be? I, <laughs> I, I, I high five. <laughs> I give him a high five, but I don't take my eyes off the footprints. <laughs> Where do you think they lead? Towards this tunnel, it looks like I can't see very much of them. Can I see? If more I point than them out, can, to him? since I have dark vision. Yes, um, you can just kind of see a little trail. It's kind of hard for you to see though as well. Okay. Because um, a lot of this is just rock, so it's very hard to see. Do I know that they're talking about this? If you guys are talking with a normal voice, it is echoing. <laughs> it is very, very cavernous in here. So yes, you probably would, unless you guys are specifically trying to keep it quiet. I'm not. I guess I just match your tone then. I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying to keep it. Um, then yes. Did, maybe I should go look for him. Do you want to stay with the with the group? You want to go ahead alone? Yeah, I, I can see. I think it's a bad idea to split up in a cave. I can follow behind you. Why don't, Good why idea. don't we all just go? Why don't, why don't we just take the party and go forward? We, we have to go this direction anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's the only way to go, right? If we keep the liberated in the back, at least we know they'll be protected. He's obviously in front of us. It's fine with me. Okay. So I'm going to lead then. Okay. Uh, I'm following the, the footprints. You all walk out of that little crevice and kind of squeeze through. And you see this path is exactly like a... It makes a T with the little crevice that you guys just walked through. So you can see down to the right and down to the left. And you see torches all down the halls. You also can start to hear voices. And you hear a lot of armor clacking from this point. Uh, but it does seem to be quite a distance away. Looking into the tunnel, you see that it's 
relatively large. Large enough to easily pull the the caged carts that you guys had. Or rather, that Princess Lo had. And across from the tunnel, you can kind of see a little hole in the wall. Just like a small little like bathroom peep hole that you'd like install in your Sims home. Um, <laughs> it's probably big enough that you could probably crawl through, but it's like up a little bit. It's probably like four feet up. And you can kind of see the hole leads into another area. The other area is not lit. Um, but Tarmac, go ahead and roll a perception check for me. I haven't rolled anything above five. You should get a passive on perception. Everything else you're fucked on. Fourteen. You look through. And you start to see movement. Okay. Uh, looks like some pretty large creatures in there, whatever they are. But it's very hard to see what they actually look like from the front because you're just seeing, like, kind of shadowy figures. Like silhouettes? Yeah, yeah, very, very large silhouettes. And you guys are all starting to hear the voices get a little louder as well. I want to relay back that back to Sunaj. Okay. Just, hey, uh, Sunaj, kid, uh... There's some there's some pretty big people back here. Maybe not people. I don't know. Uh, uh, just big. There's big. There's big. There's big back here. Gee, I'm glad you're the it's one unnerving. who can see. You're very descriptive. Uh, it's, uh, okay, so we probably want to be quiet then. Yeah. Most likely. Can we tell where which direction uh, in the path the noise is coming from? It is echoing throughout, but you can definitely tell that it's coming from the left side, from that specific path. You hear a voice sounded like thunder. We've already said that about three times since we've entered here, Mazel. It's like you want someone to hear you, or want someone to know you're coming or something. Unbelievable. Shh. Look. Someone's been using chalk to mark this area. An X. What do you think it means? Let's check inside. Stay on guard. And you start to see, as you're looking through here, Tarmac, you see a little torch going into that area with all those creatures. Soon as you're able to see in there now as well, just a little bit because of the torches. Okay. And you see a couple of guards. They look like they're from Torax Keep. So, um, we should probably get moving. This is a little bit less intimidating than I imagined, but, uh... Alright, well, who wants to go first? We're just go. I mean, so we're gonna want to go right to avoid them, right? You hear some howling coming from that area, and you see the guards just immediately, like, one of them drops his torch, and you see these creatures are just running at them, and you see somebody coming and running behind them and just punching into these fucking things. Shit, it's an ambush. It's Rekos. Oh, is, is that the blind guy you wrote to? Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know, sick burn. Ling Ling. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Looks like he's being attacked by something. Let him be attacked, I don't know. It's not like we should save them. They want to kill us. Why don't we take this opportunity to get out of here? Okay, I shouldn't feel bad about this. Let's let's go. And then I'm just going to follow the uh, chalk marks out of the cave. I'll follow low. 
as quietly as possible. Everybody go ahead and make a stealth check for me, please. Really quick, how tall, how high are the chalk marks? Like, are they on the wall? Like, they're walking They're about six foot, yeah. Six foot? Okay, so it wouldn't be Liga then? They don't appear Most likely. Most likely, Too tall. Um, Because I'm, Tarmac's worried about finding him, specifically. That's why I followed the footprints anyway in the first place. Um, You do see that they're going in the direction that the guards were. Okay. What's that, 22 for Ling Ling? 15. I got a 6. Net 20. So you guys all start to uh, sneak your way through. You guys are all kind of walking. As we're going, uh, these are just chalk X's, right? Yes. Can I wipe them off? Yes. Well, see, the, the ones that you guys do see are little areas that it looks like they trailed off from the tunnel. Everything else just appears to be one line. Okay. So as you kind of go through the tunnel, it's just one line. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you see, uh, as you sort of walk through this tunnel, you're starting to see off in that room that they just walked through. And you see Rekos is fighting basically for his life to basically save these two guards. Can I see what these things are yet? Go ahead and roll a perception check. I will say, as you sort of walk past, you look in and you see these creatures that are just completely white. Um, they have, looks like white fur. They have horns that kind of just stick up a little bit and come back. And they have very, very large teeth and ears that stick out. Uh, very, very like blue frostbite look to them. And these black sunken in eyes. That's terrifying. It would be stupid to save Rekos, right? Can someone just tell me it would be stupid to save Rekos? I'd feel a lot better about it if someone told me it was stupid to save Rekos. Who's Rekos? It would be stupid to save Rekos. Uh, he's the guy that has been trying to kill us, kind of, maybe? He's one of the Knights of Gladiate. It would be stupid to save Rekos. But it might be the right thing to do. I don't know if he's the same as they are. He let us leave, essentially. He didn't call us out when he could have. You think... You think he's... I don't know, enslaved like like I was, or...? No, I think... I don't know, I think he's just... Kind of doesn't care about the Order as much as the other knights, possibly. Then why is he in it? As you sort of pass this little opening, you see one of these creatures is running after you. And you just hear... And then you just see its head explode, and he grabs it, and he starts dragging it back. Not today. And he starts pulling it back, and then you see him just fighting about four or five other ones. He's basically all bloodied. He's very, very beat up. And his guards are, like, on their last leg. I feel bad about leaving them. Well, hell, if we're just going to stand here, and then I, I charge into the fray. Let's do it. Ling Ling flings his flying spear into there. Yeah, I charge in, too. Okay. Everybody roll initiative. Ooh, got that net. 20. Nine. Six. What a waste. No, it's <laughs> never a waste. 16. Princess Lowe rushes into the cavern um, off the side of the uh, path that we were walking down. She charges to the front of the line and uh, casts Shatter on the other side of the room, um, completely opposite from herself, and then brings her hammer forward and braces herself for an attack. 
when she casts Shatter, it's specifically to target the back line of these creatures, correct? Correct. Out of the three of them that are on the back line, you hit one of them. Actually, I'm going to channel Divinity, and they're just going to take max damage. As Princess Lo runs forward, her eyes glow, her arms outstretch, and she kind of lets out a freakish ball of energy from her hands as it hovers over the crowd and lands on the other side it expands into a sphere of 10 feet and uh, you hear these shrieking wails from everything inside of it as metal starts to scream and crunch and become deformed and as that's happening Princess Glow's eyes glow a light blue and she starts chanting ancient words in a primordial tongue, um, clearly channeling her god to amplify this uh, this sphere, which Kord does with glee and mirth. Um, but everyone in that sphere uh, that didn't save still takes half damage. As you do this, two of them appear to get hit a little bit, and then one of them appears to get a full brunt of this damage and sort of gets knocked back. It's bleeding pretty bad as well. That'll be my turn. So Ling Ling's running in with his spear flying overhead, and uh, he can't see that well. Um, He's only got a torch in his hand, and uh, so he's seen all that lightning go down, so he's uh, sending his spear in that direction to hit what she just hit. Go ahead and roll an attack roll. With disadvantage, correct? Yep. A 12. Hit it. Nice. Seven damage. Okay. Explain how you're hitting this thing. Uh, so I'm just the spear is just whipping past it, trying to just slice at her, essentially. Your spear flies up and slices right across its cheek. And is that all you're doing for your turn? Yeah, that'll that'll end my turn for now. And so at this point, I'd be like, I don't know, probably within 20, 30 feet of them. Okay. All right, I am going to kneel down quick and use my street art to make a mural of Liga sitting down with his head in his hands, and it's a sad picture. But it's inspiration for us to to do well and and continue to fight. With glow-in-the-dark spray paint? Correct. Okay. Does that take away disadvantage for those that can't see well? Yes. Yes. Luminescent. Just the just if they just get the inspiration. <laughs> Shoot. Can I? I want to look quick. Do I see any torches on the walls or anything that's not lit? Candles? You do actually. You do see um some torches that are on the walls, but they don't appear to be lit. Okay. I end. Okay. So Sunaj rushes forward a few feet to try and size up what's happening in the room. And then he lifts his hand into the air and summons fire that grows and grows and grows in the shape of a ball. And then he's going to throw it into the middle of the group. He's casting fireball right in the middle of everyone. However, you see white silvery mist fly also from his hand towards the group and surround certain members. That's um, Rekos, the guards that are with him, and anyone else that's within the 20-foot radius of the fireball. Okay. And those people automatically pass the save. You're hitting four of them for full damage. That's going to do 30 points of damage. And then 15 to two of them. Okay. You do... You... 
Am I also going to get any of these torches? <laughs> <laughs> sure. You hurl this fireball, you see on the walls some of the torches are lit. And you incinerate one of these creatures completely. It falls to the ground, completely charred. There are three others that get hit with this. And they appear to be really, really messed up. They appear to be sort of just sniffing around like they're struggling hard to find out what they're looking for. Then you see Rekos goes to fight. You see one of the guards is dead. And you see Rekos punches this thing and completely punches through one of them. His hand goes right through and then punches another one and his hand goes right through another one. And you see him fall down to a knee as he takes two more of them out. There are three left. One of them is very, very injured. You see all three of these go for Rekos and the guard that is still alive. They're all swinging around. They appear to be very disgruntled and panicky because of the fire. <laughs> Princess Lo, it is your turn. All right. Um, is anyone standing near me? I would say you're probably within 15 feet of that little group. Princess Lowe advances within 10 feet of the front line of attackers, braces herself, um, clenches her fist, and in a shriek of rage, you see her hair go straight out um, in a static shock kind of um, uh, format, and a ripple come off of her body as a thunder wave smashes into the attackers. Okay. You are hitting all three of these. That's going to be 11 damage. Princess Lo, finish them. As the thunder uh, ripples out from her body, the lightning crackles along the ground, seizes on their clothes and their feet, and ripples up their body, turning them into statues of themselves, uh, just kind of almost like making their all of their movements freeze as if they were stone and then crumble into ash on the ground. Nice. They fall over and crumble. And you see Rekos pulls his hands out of both of the two that are in front of him, and they fall over. And he has one of the guards on the ground that he's just standing over top of. He turns his head back toward you guys, and he gives a nod. Thank you. I could heal you. I step forward. It might not work. Why not? We have a resistance, us knights. I recognize you. I yeah, we so. fought you before. Or kind of almost. I also re recognize that guy in his voice over there. Uh, You're the I'm guy closed. from the library, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm extremely intimidated. He slowly lifts himself up. Look, I just want to say I appreciate what you guys have done. I know you use magic, clearly. But had you not, I don't think we would be standing here. Thank you. Well, hello. My name's Lo, and I don't think I've had the pleasure of meeting you. And I walk forward. Um, I look like a mess. Like somebody just like blew dry my hair really fast and it's still all standing up on end. 
<laughs> and I just I go over there and like reach out my hand to shake his hand. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Rekos. I want to walk up in between them because they're greeting each other and be like, you punched a fucking hole through that thing, man. Yeah, well, I learned that from a good friend. God. I'm just looking at the creature now just with the hole. You see he reaches down and you hear a slight drag on the ground of metal and he lifts up this morning star. He has his own morning star? Sunaj, you recognize this morning star. The one morning star that Salem used to wield. Oh shit. It is a shiny gold morning star with spikes on the sides. It's got a great strong handle. Very, very grippy. It does look like it's seen its battles, but it also looks like it's still in very, very good condition, considering all the battling he's done. So you did know him? He was my best friend. He was my hero. We fought together plenty of times. He came and saved me, most of them. (laughs) He was good at that. He was. Look, we got more guards coming. Get out of here, will you guys? I'm going to put my arm forward for a predator handshake. He reaches for it, but he can't see it, so he, <laughs> <laughs> he catches it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you feel an time. extremely strong grip. Okay. Uh, it's probably fruitless. I want to try and uh, squeeze as hard as I can. <laughs> go ahead. Make it, make it a post-strength check. I'm going to use a luck point. Oh, shit. I'll take it. 15. You got a pretty good handshake, kid. Thanks. You've got a pretty big hand. Yeah. I was born this way. (laughs) All right. Now get out. I got to get this kid out of here. Sunash, look look at this hole. Oh, there's another one. Look at these fucking holes. This guy's strong as shit. Just staring through the hole. Yeah, uh, I hold it up and look. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, pro tip: don't high five Rekos. Just don't do it. Oh, that makes me want to high five him more. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna I just t- hold my hand up to him. I don't say anything. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. Uh, he he appears to like turn his head toward you, and then turns his head back to Sunaj. Turns his head to low, looks down at Ling Ling, and then he high-fives you softly. Oh, nice. <laughs> Take that, Sunaj. I start walking out of the cave, and as I'm doing that, I just whisper like under my breath to the other guys, like, he's definitely not blind. <laughs> he's faking it. He's faking it. I know he is. He's a faker. He's a mutter faker. He's got false sight. <laughs> Before I walk out, are these uh, are these creatures? Do they have any like like anything like anything that could be looted, or do they just look like animals? Basically? They uh, go ahead and roll a nature check. Actually, it's not a luck point. I'll see what I get. Me too. Eleven on the die, so that means a nine. 
15. 15. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bitch. 17? Uh, with a 15 and over, you guys recognize these to be like creatures from like myth. You know when there's usually these creatures, there's typically a larger creature nearby. These creatures are yetis. Oh, shit. So we've probably got an abominable boy coming. Yeah, don't worry about him. I got him. It's a lot easier when you're facing one-on-one. <laughs> I don't think anyone could take you one-on-one, Rekos. There was one. <laughs> I know who. Uh, he stands up and he starts, like, uh, cracking his, his shoulders and his fingers. All right. Thank you. And then he starts, like, uh, moving forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my way out. I want to catch up really quick. Hey, where's Lyga? Yeah, I'm going to do another perception check on whether I can see Lyga's footprints or not. Absolutely. This is the best case scenario, Tarmac. 21. If, if we ran into these, we don't know how many more are around. He's invisible. You follow the footprints. Uh, they sort of lead you through the tunnel on your way back out, and then you see them disappear before, right, just before the end of the tunnel. You see a little scroll on the ground. I'll pick up that scroll and investigate it. 14. Can I investigate it too? Since I was a librarian, after him, of course, if he... Yeah. Um, so with the 14, you can definitely see that it's written out to Ling Ling and Sunaj. It was written by Liga. Sunaj, um, I, it looks like Liga left something for you. And I hand it over. I'm going to get on one knee and, and squat down and f- hold it open so that Ling Ling can pretend to read it. I was say, are there any pictures on it? He did draw some pictures, yeah, actually. <laughs> Dope. Um, specifically for you. I was going to say, Ling Ling might be able to understand it then. <laughs> Dear Ling Ling and Sunash, I don't know how to explain what's going on in my mind. Since I met you all outside of Grigon, I had began remembering who, what I am. I fear I will not be in control of myself, and I need to learn what is controlling me on my own. There are things I haven't told you because my mind had not told me. Sunash. When you were lying under the rubble of Ashin's house, my mind told me to end you. I fought so hard. Find Gorum. He needs to know. One of the nights we met on the way to Ark, Kiba. She should not be alive. I killed her and she is still alive. I can no longer trust myself to be around you because I'm not who I thought I was. You two have given me so much in my life. I'm sorry I couldn't return the favor. Ling Ling, 
thank you for trying to for freeing me Sunaj thank you for giving me your quill to write it will forever be one of my true arcane focuses I'm glad you don't want to kill me I'm sad that this has come to this but I'm going to make this decision easy on you all farewell Sir Sunaj Sir Ling don't come looking you won't find who I was love forever your brother Laga Pentaflame I wipe away some uh, I don't know probably nothing there's probably nothing in my eye um, was there anything in the letter? Lingling is just ugly crying. <laughs> you see it is littered in tears. There are so many tears on this piece of parchment. I'm going to put my arm around Lingling and hand up the note to Tarmac. Yeah, I just, I just kind of read it. I give it back and I just look away. Yeah, Lingling is straight up fucking... <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for him, right? I wipe away tears. I don't think we are, Tarmac. It it's clear he's unstable. He needs he needs someone to be there with him. He can't do this alone. He can't do this with anyone else. If he killed one of us, he would never forgive himself, and he would never be able to grow and move on past whatever he's dealing with. He would never get past it. He's stronger than people give him credit for. He'll get through this, and he'll find us. I still think he needs someone. Should we get out of here? Princess Law? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, we obviously should be on our way. Sunaj, Sir, Sir Ling Ling, Tarmac, are you okay? I'm, I'm gonna miss Liger, but Meta killed my parents, so we gotta find him. Snot everywhere. I'm gonna rub my hand across his head. That's right, he killed your parents. And I'm gonna lift him, and I'm gonna try and just carry him as we keep walking. You gonna fight me on that? No, just... Don't forget Barry to Bear, the platypus. <laughs> so I've got a raccoon on my head. Ling Ling, I'm holding him in my arms. And a platypus probably just kind of sitting on his stomach. Yes, it looks like it's uh, guiding you, though. Like, it's, like, pointing forward so that you follow <laughs> it. I don't even think I follow the platypus's lead. To be continued. Oof. That was a great way to end the sode, man. I loved that. That was great. Thank you. I was excited for this all week. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, this is. Oh, I, I see why you uh, asked me yesterday if I was ready to be mad at you. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I did when we were playing video games. We were playing Call of Duty. Were you ready it was be for a little longer? Honestly, were you ready for Low to just jump off a fucking cliff? <laughs>
Honestly, I expected Ling Ling to. Yeah. And I was like, if he jumps off, that's a lot of damage. But I was like, even if he gets to the bottom, he can't see. Like, yep. that's so sad. Kind of glad she did right away because... Because you probably would have. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Me and Dietrich... Dietrich? Me and Dietrich... <laughs> he said two things that I was thinking of before I could say it. And it was the fireman... Going down the, uh, oh, yeah. the going down the ladder, and then the picking up the scroll to read it. So I, I was like, "Can I do that too?" <laughs> he's like I the was little, thinking of it. He's like the little brother. Can yeah. I play too? Yeah. And you give him a controller that isn't plugged in. Ian, I fall off the ladder. Ian, when you get beat by the guy that's that's playing remotely, like that's just that's no good, man. Yeah, there's a lag there, and you're still not caught up. Well, no, it wasn't my. Fuck. No, no, whatever. <laughs> there were a lot of little things, and there were a lot of like little points. So you guys could have just kept going. You went back, even though you know that he probably would have died. I'm glad we did. Now, I was definitely not glad about it when we were just standing there talking. I was like, oh, man, are we really going to do this? But also, like, Princess Lo isn't one of the knights, so she doesn't have as much skin in the game. She doesn't have to make people like her or anything. Very true. I'm glad that you run in because I was really on the fence. Oh, really? Yeah. I literally, mean, well, before you said that she was running in, I was literally about to say that I was sending my spear in. Ah. Uh, so if you if you weren't going to lead the charge, Ling Ling was going to. So you got but... beat by Lag Boy again? Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. Wow. <laughs> yep. Lag Boy beat everyone today. Wow. That's what this episode's going to be called. Lag, Lag Boy. boy. <laughs> I gotta say, I was actually gonna make my character Shergorum, but he beat me. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I was gonna pick. Actually, I have the intro for both of both yours and Thomas's as playing Shergorum, which is really weird. Oh wow! It's surprising that yeah, you guys didn't you know get that part, yeah, but that's we just wrestled for. I it. guess it happens. Yeah. You know? Okay, I will say, um, I think I think it helps playing low, in in like in. So it's kind of funny that um, Ian picked up on this. You know, like she kind of like jumps into things. And then again, in the battle scene, like even though she is the one with the least amount of skin in the game, she was also the one that was like ready to abandon them and then like did a 180 and like was ready to jump in. And that's because she hates inaction. She feels at her most vulnerable when she's not doing something slash fixing the problem. So if there's ever a moment where she can like be an active part of the, the solution, she will. And that's to her detriment very often. In fact, something that all of you have critiqued in the past is that she might not be most suited for a particular role uh, or to do something, but she'll do it anyways. And it could even put her own life or other people's lives in jeopardy when she does that because she's like a fixer or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of her fatal flaw. I never even thought about that, but yeah, it definitely shows yeah that ling ling is all about leading the charge and everything but he only when it's something that he's confident in whereas low will literally just dive headfirst into anything whether it's her strong suit or not so if ling ling was confident that he could take out those creatures would he have gone alone yeah well he was gonna run in anyways okay Cause Cause, you know. Probably because you knew people were going to help. Yeah, Ling Ling's yeah. ready to think about the other members of the party. <laughs> yeah, I was literally about to just take a vote before you ran in. I was literally like, okay, let's vote who wants to do it. 
So I, I'm still not Mr. Okay. Action, exactly. Honestly, I thought you guys were going to end up like having or getting the liberated killed. Mm. Like specifically. Still time. <laughs> it's <laughs> early. Still got time. What about the uh, Morning Star? I just meant like, did I didn't know if you wanted to talk about oh, that a little. Yeah. More. What were your thoughts on that with like Rekos and the Morning Star? Yeah, um, I thought that was interesting. It confirmed that he did know him. Uh, the Morning Star that I had, I thought was his, so he must have had a different Morning Star when he died, which is interesting. Because I took the Morning Star that was near his dead body, anyways. The old rusted one. Yeah. So that's interesting. And then there was another thing too for, oh, in the note, it said Kiba was dead. Yeah. Do you guys oh, remember right. who Kiba is? She's the rat person. Yeah. yeah. Who almost and killed Gorm. She was alive when you guys were there. Yep. Yeah. Before the trial stuff. Yeah. Right before it, she was alive and that wasn't spoke up or anything like that. Yeah. And we know Meta's the one who brought Beatrice back to life, if I remember correctly. So I wonder if he had a hand in this too. I don't know why he would bring a knight back to life, but there's someone bringing people back to life. Or that's not really Kiba. Very much couldn't be. It could be the opposite. It could be that meta did. It's a lot of... A shapeshifter. Yeah, it's a lot of delegating. I, I yeah. feel like she's too skilled to be a shapeshifter because like, if a shapeshifter shifts into someone else, it's not like they automatically get all their stats or something. And Kiba could like insta-kill you. Yeah, she was very strong. Yeah, and and but you guys didn't see her do anything that Kiba would have normally done that Gorum would have seen, because she uses her whip as a merger. She's considered the merger of Gladiator because she uses her whip to grab other weapons and hit people with other weapons. Hmm. I definitely didn't see her do that. Nope. Yeah. A changeling would be difficult. That's because Gorum immediately rolled a d20, nat 20, and then fucking was just done with it. Like, it didn't matter. And they were just like, well, I guess we're fucked. Well, she was about to insta-kill me in the back of a cart. So I feel like even if, like, I hadn't gotten that roll, she would have just, like, cut my throat and been done with it. No whipping required. Still kind of cool that it showed that, like, Gorum, there's a reason why he's called the Blade. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like why he's skilled enough to be one of the knights because he can go toe to toe with them. That is true. That was a really neat scene. And I really enjoyed being a little damage monster today with uh Princess Lo. I feel like she gets whomped oh my God. fairly often. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I didn't expect the fireball. Fireballs Dude. to Yetis are it gives them disadvantage on their shit. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, after like I noticed the damage that that inflicted, I almost fire breathed them all. I was, but then it didn't. It ended up. I not expected back it from you. Yeah. I did, but it, the fuck, I didn't know you had fireballs. So I was like, God damn, just fucking whomped them. Most of my third levels, other than feign death, are pretty much all uh, like heavy damage. Call lightning, um, Melf's minute meteor, Melf, Melf, <laughs> and uh, fireball, and then feign death. I, really quick, I pictured Princess Lois like Storm, the way from X Men, the way that he kept describing her arms out, like you know. Oh, like uh, oh, Emperor. I was Palpatine. totally going for Storm, hardcore Storm vibes. No. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, em- Emperor Palpatine from uh, from X-Men. Star Trek. X- oh my god. 
No. I think I, I did like the combination there. You threw up a fucking storm, and then I threw in a fireball that just obliterated. That was Unlimited beautiful. power. What was it? Johnny Johnny Torch was denied from the bank, or what? <laughs> <laughs> the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. That's an Anchorman quote, by the way. It's an Anchorman warm-up. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thank you, Ian, once again, for joining us. Of course. Big news, everybody. We have Patreon content up now by the time this airs. This is not an April Fool's joke. Ian, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, Half Glass Podcast. Oh, that's uh, so sweet. That's, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't really have anything Rep else. This, this, us. this is fantastic, though. Ian's going to be joining us on another journey here pretty soon as well. By the time this episode airs, we'll more than likely be starting a new campaign. Chris will actually be running a campaign here, and he's going to be running Ulboro, the continent of Ulboro. So I get a chance at playing, which is going to be really cool because I've never gotten to play with Dietrich or Ian, and... Even the one time that I got to play with Thomas was very, very fun. We we definitely... I'm just excited because you guys are really fucking talented. And I've never played with a group like this. So either uh, you guys got to be really talented with me or you're all going to be garbage and I'm going to be the best. So <laughs> either way, I'm good with it. Well, I'm just saying it's already going to be tenfold better because Chris will be DM instead of you. So Right. Yeah, well, Assured also we won't have to hear him talk about his character yeah, for that too. three hours. <laughs> so I'm just going to make a character that probably has like maybe one title that maybe changes every episode. Um, I'll right. probably, I'm, actually, I think I'll just add them. I think I'll just add a title every True. episode. But we will have to yeah, listen to like banana cool. chewing yeah. every episode. I like that idea. <laughs> what? I'm a DM now. No one can tell me not to That's chew bananas. Right, yeah. Well, I'm still going to eat bananas. Power went straight to his head. I'm going to add another uh, another title to my before I say I'm a DM. You do Fungin Master. I'm pretty sure I can come up with like 50 puns. Banana eater. It's <laughs> not even clever. <laughs> Very I'm, smart, Aaron. But it's factual. <laughs> banana Master. <laughs> Okay, Thomas, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, just hit us up. Uh, you know, we have all of our content on Spotify, on our website, on Apple Music. Uh, review us. Give us reviews. You know, that's what we're looking for. You know, tweet at us. Just let us know how we're doing, what you like, what you don't like. Um, we want feedback, all the feedback, good or bad. Um, yeah, just let us know how, how you're liking us. Chris, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, same thing, except make sure you hit us up on Twitter. Twitter's our big thing. Uh, it's probably where, where we are the most active. Um, and also, uh, for every hundred followers that we get, uh, we force uh, Aaron to do a, a song about a monster. Forced. And I, I love seeing him struggle to get those out. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Actually, with this quarantine, it's probably going to be a lot easier. But then again, we're essential workers, so what yes. do we know? So you got to double up the follower count to really push them. Well, now we have four out currently, and now I have to do another one because we just hit 500 <laughs> today for a recording, which is March 29th. So another one coming at you quick. You guys will already have seen it, <laughs> hopefully. Dietrich, you have anything you'd like to plug? Heck yeah. I just want to give a shout out to all the people that are uh, liking our Twitter and forcing 
our DM to make more tunes. It is honestly a, a joy and a privilege. So keep him coming. You know, just just really bury him in homework. That's what I like to see. A stressed out DM um, makes it easier to womp him. Otherwise, you can always at me um, at not exchange kid on Twitter. Let us know what you think. And if you if you do at us, uh, uh, we'll give you a shout out on the next show. So please let us know what you think. Uh, give us a review on Apple Podcast, and I will shout you out on our next episode. Awesome. And I would like to uh, just kind of give a little shout out to a couple of my Twitter buds. Um, I'm doing a Twitter campaign currently with a couple friends, and three of them who have been sharing our content very, very religiously. Um, Agent Scully, we really appreciate you. Shadow DM, we really appreciate you. And SC Linden, we fucking appreciate you. Thank you guys so much. And we are out. Bye. Fuck you guys for never doing that. Thank you. How do you even make that sound? Fuck you. I didn't know you wanted more people to do that sound.